And now, making their way into the arena, hailing from the great pro wrestling state of Massachusetts, they are the hosts of the Top of the Cage podcast. Here are Bill and Juice. Thank you again, Rich Palladino, the voice of New England, bringing you us here tonight and i am the super producer i am bill joined always by my tag team partner my wrestling confidant he is the future booking genius and the prince of pro wrestling podcasts he is justin juice Scanning. Boom. Boom, baby. Juice, tonight we have on one of my favorite wrestlers in Chaotic. You know me. I'm a character guy. I'm a larger-than-life personality guy. And our guest has that in spades. Yeah. I'm in chaos is a um, complete package. Like, fire gear that you wouldn't expect to see in indies great character like one of the most unique and like just fun characters that you'll see and also like armani can go in the ring armani's one of the best in-ring talents in the new england like indie wrestling scene like armani can go and tell a great story so it was great a great interview i look forward to the listeners listening to it and hearing a lot i mean talk about a lot but Hearing like his inspirations for his gear and all that. That was really cool. That was my favorite part of it. Yes, as it was mine. And we will not hold you back from this interview any longer. So, ladies and gentlemen, here is the skinny legend, which I learned in this interview means bad bitch. Same. Armani Chaos. Hello, everybody. Listeners at Top of the Cage, I am Juice, joined by my co-host, Bill. We've got another guest this week. We've got the one, the only, Armani Chaos. And uh, Armani, how was, um, how was Cold Fury? That was your first Cold Fury event, too, right? It was my first Cold Fury. Um, didn't get the outcome that I wanted, but, you know, it's fine. <laughs> well, you'll get a little payback soon, right? Oh, we, we got paid. I'm getting my payback for sure. Yeah, I believe just about an hour before uh, our podcast recording started here, uh, Chaotic had announced that you will be going one-on-one with Miss Paris Vandale at the Consequences event on uh, May 13th. Are you, uh, are you excited for that, to finally get her on that one-on-one match? I am excited. Um, when I asked for the match, I made it so that, you know, she can't bring her little boy toy. Um, you, you'll find out what kind of match it'll be, um, but just know it won't be a regular one-on-one. <laughs> Good. I, I think that after watching Cold Fury and, you know, you guys had that little moment in the match, you know, you met back to back in the ring. It looked for a second higher society might have, you know, might have prevailed. But of course, you know, that wasn't the case. I, I fell for it. Uh, I wish I didn't, but I did. Now I know. She's going to try and come in with some, like, sneaky tactics, and I guess I'm going to have to do it, too. Yeah, I mean, anybody who listens knows that uh, 
I think that bougie ass, uh, you know, she she definitely screwed you over. I was always an Armani Chaos fan, especially, uh, you know, during the higher society days. So good. <laughs> Just, just talking about Paris Fandale and even higher society in general, you know, that's definitely something that as a chaotic fan, I felt, you know, Armani Chaos really grew. You know, you kind of really got comfortable with the character and kind of speaking and interacting with the audience. You know, I, I, I always love that guy. So I definitely love that <laughs> stuff. But, um, you know, talk a little bit about working with Paris. I mean, she's definitely a, a veteran around the indies and just wrestling in general. And, and I, I always, again, thought higher society was great. Honestly, we just kind of like, we just fit. Working with her was like super easy because like we just like bounced off of each other. I don't know what what went wrong, but <laughs> clearly something did, and and here we are. Be perfectly honest, as a fan, I was a bit surprised when um not that higher society bro- bro- broke up, but I was expecting I was expecting you and Trey Hair to be perfectly honest. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people were thinking that because I've had like people say. Like, oh, like, I thought you were going to, tra- uh, like, betray her. And I'm like, I mean, I, I don't know why I would do that. I don't know. I just feel like us looking for a third hire was, like, something we both came up with. And in her mind, she thinks I came up with it to replace her. So she replaced me first. That makes a lot of sense. And it was a good story, too. Because, I mean, I remember when, like, the, I think it was a event, like, the third hire and, uh, you weren't feeling uh, El Spartano, but she was. And uh, I was thinking, oh, you know, that, that was my hint of, I think Armani's going to do away with her. But then <laughs> she, she showed her true colors and uh, stabbed you in the back. Now she has the Israeli superstar. Andy Dalton, as the fans like to say. Andy Dalton it is. <laughs> For anybody who follows you, especially around the Massachusetts New England indie scene, um, you know, Chaotic is definitely one of your home promotions. Again, you are a uh, New England Pro Wrestling Academy uh, student, trainee. Um, so with that, you know, Chaotic typically becomes a lot of those people's homes. And, and as we were just talking about, you know, for the most part, you have been a tag team wrestler. And is that, is working tag team matches a preferred style of yours? Or do you like that you're having the opportunity to show off as a singles competitor now? I definitely do like being a singles competitor like tag team is fun but I kind of do like having like the spotlight on me (laughs) yeah I mean you you, and you do so well with it like I said I mean just the interactions and your your moveset's very flashy too and like I said I just love I love characters I love people who are you know like oh I love wrestlers who are almost like a a portrayal of themselves you know anybody who follows you on social media too you know they'll they'll know that you know, Armani Chaos is just an extension of the person, um, you know, that, that is the person behind the wrestler. And, and I definitely love oh, yeah. seeing stuff like that. Um, and then kind of just in terms of, of your wrestling style, you know, who are some of your favorite wrestlers to watch, um, you know, people who are influences to your style? So I would say a lot of my style comes from Naomi. She isn't like, she isn't my favorite, but I don't know. I feel like her and I just like, we're on the same wavelength, <laughs> if that makes sense. But then I also like to watch like Tyler Breeze and like anyone who's just like over the top. I love it. <laughs> I see that. And one thing I noticed was uh, some of your moves, like um, I think you did the Oblivion at Cold Fury. Or, and that was, that was sick because Bill <laughs> knows that Liv Morgan's my favorite or one of oh, my favorites. Liv Morgan's, she's good. I think a lot of like, a lot of my moveset come, does come from the girls because then like, 
a lot of people will be like, oh my God, like that's so unique. And I'm just like, well, you would know it if you like watch the girls, but like a lot of people don't. So it's like, I guess I'm unique. It's a good style choice. It just fits like your moveset fits the gimmick of just over the top and just like, you know, the, the whole rich and then the skinny pants <laughs> and stuff. It just, it fits perfectly. And your character work is, has always been spot on. Like, you know, like your face is great. Higher society, it was just perfect. Like in your face, like I just love to hate you guys, the two of you. And now, now I just hate, uh, now I just love to love you now that you and Shannon are good together. Or like when you show up and rest and open. It's just, it's, it's a fun act. It's a fun character. Thank you. Yeah, and, and as Juice just said, I mean, let's let's talk a little bit more about Wrestling Open. I mean, a lot of wrestlers that we've been talking to recently are all people who have been appearing on it, you know, guys like Love Doug, guys like Randy Rivera. And, and it's provided you opportunities to kind of be on platforms for weekly television on IWTV. Um, you know, let's just, let's just talk a little bit more about that. You know, are, are you liking being on Wrestling Open? I do like being on Wrestling Open. Um, I think right now, I'm just trying to spread more of my influence at Wrestling Open. So I think I'm going to try and like maybe start a faction. We'll Ooh. see. Um, last week I was I was starting my, my scouting process. Now we're just going to have to see who I decide is K-tastic enough. <laughs> I'm intrigued to see it. Also, one of your recent matches in Wrestling Open was against uh, Tyree, which is... um. So he's a big, powerful fighter. Is that is that like a is that first time wrestling someone like that big in a drastic different style than you? Yes, actually. Yeah, that that was a first. Even though you know I lost, um, <laughs> I did enjoy the match. I really did. How did you prepare for somebody that that stature? I mean, you know, you are the skinny legend, so you know that's definitely not uh, your forte to be the big man in the <laughs> ring. <but. laughs> You just have to go into it and just like do what you got to do. Um, I did try and fake injury to try and get one up on him, but <laughs> didn't really work out in my favor. Yeah, I saw through the bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that he did. That he did. And I, I just got to ask, just because I already said it, how do you get the nickname Skinny Legend? Like, I, I've never been under like 200 pounds in my teenage years and further, so I, I can't relate, but... <laughs> I don't even know where I got the nickname Skinny Legend from. Um, I just remember looking it up on Google. And like, to me, I don't use it as like a, a weight type of thing. Cause it literally means like bad bitch. So I use it in the term bad bitch. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. You are definitely one of the bad bitches of them all. Like that's just no doubt about it. As I should be. <laughs> So uh, we, we touched upon it a little bit earlier in the interview, but, you know, you, you uh, have trained at uh, the New England Pro Wrestling Academy. Actually, when Justin and I went to go see a, uh, a, a training session, you were actually there training. Um, you were there with Randy, and uh, I think Shannon was also in that class. And But getting into it, you know, wrestling requires a lot of training, and, you know, New England Pro Wrestling Academy is, is truly one of the best schools in the country, if not the world. 
Um, so what, what's it like to kind of come from such a prestigious school and get trained by, you know, guys like Chase Del Monte and, and uh, Smash Master? And you know, I, I know when, when we were watching that, that match or that class, rather, uh, Brad Cash, who was also helping run the class. I just think the level of training that you get at Nepua is just like, it's great. Like when I first started, I didn't, I didn't like really envision myself wanting to be like a full on like wrestler. I was just like, oh, this looks fun. Let me like, you know, let me just do it. <laughs> so other than obviously wrestling training, going through like the choreography, learning moves and stuff, but besides the in-ring training, like what do you do to stay in shape with cardio and exercise for matches and all that? <laughs> um, I don't usually do much. Uh I just do like the wrestling training. Like I don't do anything outside of wrestling to like help wrestling. I mean, I think that's fine too. Cause like <laughs> when, I, when I, we were watching, I was like, yeah, I can't just do that. <laughs> I feel like I do enough at training that like I'm okay not having to do it outside. <laughs> yeah. When we were watching and there was like the circuit of like going from doing the Brock Lesnar's to like doing like the springboards off the ropes to like working about getting in and out of the ring. I was like, I'd be done after those three. And there was still like 10 more, 10 more stations after that. Oh yeah. You, there's like, there's usually four stations and you, and you have to do all four. And then you get into like the running drill and then you get into the actual wrestling stuff so it's like it's a lot before you actually start the wrestling and the wrestling is just non-stop like constant like it's a line you're, you're going at so fast pace like i would have been out of breath in the five minutes <laughs> first five minutes of class <laughs> i feel like that's a lot of people but like once you get used to it it's like it's better yeah you're not just uh in school for wrestling as well you're also in actual school right Yes, I, I'm getting my master's in cybersecurity. Cybersecurity, okay. What um, made you want to go down that road? That is a good question. Um, <laughs> I don't know. When I was looking it up, it just like seemed interesting. So I was like, why not? And here I am. <laughs> sure, probably pays well too. <laughs> yeah, I know plenty of people in that field um, that make a good amount of money, I'd say. I'd, I'd say that Armani Chaos would definitely be uh, living the gimmick at that point. <laughs> I mean, that was one of my, my <laughs> ideas when I was like, okay, I can do this. <laughs> so with being in school, um, you know, especially in the master's program too, I mean, you know, I, again, I, I myself am recently out of school probably about two years now at this point. Um, you know, and, and I could only imagine balancing wrestling training in school at the same time. So mm -hmm. How, how do you do that? Do you have any uh, good little tips and tricks for time management? So I had to take time off of wrestling because my school was in New York. So I moved to New York for a little bit. And the good thing with my classes was they gave you all the assignments at the beginning of the school year. So like I knew when things were due. So I usually like when I was like bored or whatever, I just like got everything done a week in advance so that the next week I could be either relax or like, you know, do what I wanted to do. So I'm the type of person that likes to get things done earlier rather than later. So, yeah. <laughs> I can't do that. I was always the procrastinator doing stuff <laughs> the night before. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm more like I'm starting to become the procrastinator. Like I have an assignment due tomorrow and I haven't done it yet. Um, and I'm just like, do I even want to do it? But I will. <laughs>
Well, we appreciate you coming on the podcast. <laughs> Not that we take up too much of the time anyway, but no, that's awesome. So you, so you said it's out in New York, right? Are you, are you in the city? I was in the city. Yeah. Right in Manhattan. Oh, that you must've fit right in there. I bet. You must've loved that. I, I loved it. I loved it. I know my, my girlfriend went to school in Boston. So I myself am not a city person. Like I went to school out in Springfield, Massachusetts. So like that kind of was the city, but like nothing compared to Boston. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I know like I always loved just like there was always something to do. You know, if you want to go out to, to a bar or a club, whatever it might be. And, you know, you get your groove on, get your dance on. You know, there was always a spot for it. You know, it, there was always just something going on. Um, you know, so I don't know if, if there was any, you know, hot spots that you want to shout out or places where you're like, yep, this is the spot. So I didn't really like go out, go out. I was more of just like the, oh, I just like to walk around and like see things. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't actually like go out and do things places. <laughs> well, what were some of your favorite spots then? Oh, shoot. What's the name of the the park? I don't know what the name of the park is. Which one? Central Park? Yes, Central Park. I just love to like walk in and go there. I've never I've never been like into Manhattan or like even into New York that much in general. I've, I feel like the only really times I've been to New York is like driving through like upstate <laughs> to go towards like all the other things that are just to like the left of <laughs> New York. It's crazy how big Central Park is. It's 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 so big. Like it's all like park areas, obviously, like families doing stuff, people walking, like the fountains. But there's also like a zoo inside it. <laughs> Is there really? Yeah. <laughs> I never knew that. It, it's huge. It's a huge park. Like it's a, it, it's, I, I haven't been there since I was probably like 10 at the Central Park. But um, yeah, it, I remember it being quite massive and I just having, maybe I was like seven because I think I asked my dad to like, carry me or something. <laughs> your dad couldn't carry you when you were 10 i just feel like 10's a little like <laughs> that's a little past the age of mommy daddy carrying oh boy <laughs> <laughs> i i know we've we just kind of got off track a little bit but um in, in terms of actual wrestling goals you know what what are some wrestling goals what's what's on the future for armani chaos i would say some like short-term goals is definitely after like after I show that I'm the better hire, I'm trying to hold some some gold and chaotic. Have you and have you ever held a championship in in any promotion that you've been in? I haven't. I I did win the women's championship during the re, um the reloaded tapings, mm-hmm. and then we turned it into the higher society championship. But I don't know if we count that. We might have we might have to ask Chase Del Monte about that, <laughs> yeah, or maybe we, even JT. I have to. <laughs> We have to see how they classify that. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I mean, I'm sure something like the panoptic title is, is something that you're probably shooting for. I mean, I would love to see you and Aaron go after it. I think just not only the clash of characters, but the clash of styles too, would be super fun to see in the ring. Hey, I would, I would love to work him. Or would you want another shot at uh, Ricky in the new England title? Oh, that's a, honestly. You're throwing Davy in there too. Make the I, I, I would I would challenge all three of them back to back, honestly. <laughs> Just take all the gold. <laughs> That's the goal. And then I can do the tag team champion with Shannon Levangi. We can just carry all the gold and chaotic. Very true. You can just steal Aaron's gimmick of being the belt collector and just walk to the ring with, with five championships. Oh boy, I would love that. <laughs> 
Man, you can just take both of his belts. <laughs> I'm gonna hit up. I'm gonna hit up these promoters. <laughs> there you go. Hit up Chase. Hit up uh, Pat and Rust and uh, <laughs> Creative Pro. <laughs> yeah, and we've even seen you as recently in Atlantic Pro Wrestling too. I mean, I I recently have started to go see some Atlantic Pro Wrestling shows. I mean, we we had Mike Gerard on not too long ago, and I know you actually subbed in for Tyler Nitro when. Uh, he didn't show up to the match against uh, Nico Silva. And that was actually a really great match. That was one of my favorite matches I saw that night. Oh, thank you. I mean, it's always a good time seeing, like, when you're not expecting to see Armani Chaos in the card, and then he shows up. Mm-hmm. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, ABW is a, it's a good place. Yeah. And how uh, how often do you work there? Are you, are you pretty often there? I've only, I've only been there, like, four times. Mm-hmm. I know the crowd loves me. <laughs> that they do i mean at least me and my crowd that i was with, we, we were loving you for sure maybe we'll even see you going against uh randy for the uh for their new england championship i mean it's always so oh, I, I i've challenged them for it oh you have okay first defense oh yes see i did not know that <laughs> i would say i brought him i brought him to the limit i proved that he's a worthy champion mm-hmm. that i did <laughs> Actually, that was the first APW I show, a show I went to, was that, that title defense. And I remember that because it was the main event was Nico versus Tyler. It was the event right before the one that, I think, yeah, right before the one that you versus Nico. And that, you, you and Randy brought the house down. I think that was one of the matches that really, like, I was already a fan of both you guys. More so you because I didn't really get to see Randy as much since I mainly went to chaotic shows and you were on more chaotic shows than Randy at the time. Yeah, that yeah. was the show that really, like, I was like already fan of Armani and now like fan of both these guys. Randy's just like phenomenal. And that was a phenomenal match. That was that was probably like that match in the main event, Tyler and uh, Nico. Those were my matches. Like you guys mm-hmm. killed it. Oh. It was early on in the card too. First or second match? I think I think we were second. I almost missed it too. Like I walked in the door and the bell rang. <laughs> <laughs> I think his I think his dad almost missed it too. Like, his dad was, like, walking as we were starting. That's lucky. <laughs> lucky for both of us. And not, not to, like, break down a wall here, but, like, it has, for, like, having, like, family or friends in the audience, like, do you ever, like, tell, like, a fellow wrestler, like, hey, can we slow it down a little bit? Like, I see my family and my friend, like, walking through the door right now. Oh, um, if I want to slow down or, like, if I'm like, all right, I'm going to take my time or whatever, I just do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I leave the ring, they can't really do anything. And I have 10 seconds, so. <laughs> That's true. Well, depending on what the referee is, too. I feel like even in, like, WWE and AEW recently, we've just been seeing, like, the, the 10 count just kind of, like, sometimes we forget it's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if the ref don't count, the ref don't count. <laughs> Very true. Very true. And one thing, I know Juice was talking about missing your entrance, but your entrance is always very good, too. And uh, one thing about you as well with, with your character is your, your in-ring attire. Um, can we talk a little bit about uh, where you get your gear made? Um, you know, kind of what are some of the influences behind your gear? Oh, yeah. Um, so I have a gear lady who makes all my gear. So she used to be like a swimwear, like gear person. And then I think, I think it was LMK. She like was the first person that I, I think she was the first person who like got her gear from her. 
And then Becca started to get her gear from her. And I was like, all right, let me hop on the bandwagon. <laughs> Cause I think Becca also has like cute gear. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, all right, let me try her. And then she made, I think she made my purple, the fur purple gear that I have. Um, those are the first ones that she made and I loved it. And I was like, all right, now I got like challenges for you. <laughs> and then after the, so the purple ones, those were like mainly like Tyler Breeze inspired. Um, and then I had the blue set and I call that my Bella, my Bella twin gear because the top is like the Brie Bella part. Oh no, the bottom is the Brie Bella part and the top is the Nikki Bella part. And, um, I don't know, that gear is special to me because if it weren't for the Bella twins, I probably wouldn't be here. Um, so there's that. And then I have gold gear that's inspired by, um, Little Nas. He like did this like whole like Egyptian like type of thing. And I was like, oh. I need that. <laughs> and then my, um, the overalls, I think, which are my favorite gear right now, those are very much Enzo Amore inspired. It's pretty much what, what, what he had. <laughs> but yeah. I, w- I was wondering that because when I saw them for the first time, I was like, oh, I remember like Enzo used to always wrestle in those. And I always really loved Enzo as a character. And like, I thought it was just so perfect to see like, oh yeah, Armani's in this gear. Of course he is. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I love that. I, 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 to me, like the gear that a wrestler wears is just always seemingly so personal. Like I remember one of our first interviews was with Bobby Orlando and, you know, his gear is just all the color splash in your face, yeah. <laughs> you know, all, all like looks like it's patchwork, but it really isn't. And like, it's so interesting just to hear, you know, all these people with these creative, unique in-ring gear and just like where their influences come from or who makes it for them. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it just always, just, it's, it's so nice to like, just hear the wrestler's passion <laughs> for stuff like that. No. Yeah. I'm, I'm someone who like, I always need to feel like I have the best gear on a show. I don't know why it's just like I just have to and like I have some new gears coming up so that's that's great <laughs> but yeah I remember like like when I was first getting into like oh I'm gonna be on shows and like everyone's like all right just like you know get your basic gear or whatever I was like basic gear I could never so <laughs> I don't know I just wasn't someone who could just be like you know let me just like go on like whatever and like buy these tights you talked about having like wrestling uh- other wrestlers like influence your gear and like pop culture influences where are some like future ideas you'd like to try out like either by like other music artists like Lil Nas or like other wrestlers I'm, I've been trying to like put together like a Carmella inspired gear because I, I do love the cheetah print idea from her um and then the whole like money looking type of gear type of thing I was about to say that's my, <laughs> next, that's my next one it's gonna be like a money type of thing from pop culture i do have a britney inspired gear coming <laughs> i think if, if you're a wrestler that's big on gear you can't not come out of britney inspired gear that is true that is true what Liv has been doing the iconics doing it yeah i i love i've loved all the iconic inspired ones it's just different because like they're girls so like they can like do more things i feel like i just have to like customize it a whole like a whole lot differently yeah um but it usually gets it usually gets done. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious how a Britney inspired like gear would look like. I'm curious. I'm I'm, I'm definitely <laughs> wanna, I'm definitely gonna try to <laughs> go right? on my Instagram um, and see what it looks like. But the good thing about my the gear maker that I use is like 
she, she'll give me ideas. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Let me like, yes, we can do that. You guys have like brainstorming sessions, like sit down and try to figure stuff out and like. Yeah, like she'll send me like a sketch and I'd be like, mm, like switch this or like, oh no, I don't want that. And it's like, all right. I love that so much. I'm, I'm so excited to see those because like I said, you always rock whatever you're wearing and I have no doubt that whether it's Carmela or Brittany inspired, you're going to be rocking it no matter what. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's funny that I love seeing all the different like people, like really different unique gears. But if I like, if I ever like became a wrestler or just have like one, a one match, I'd probably be the most basic dude. Like I'd come out with Kevin Owens, shorts and t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, um, I feel like where I kind of just want to do like gears that like don't look like gear. Like it looks like I could just wear it outside, like in my regular everyday life. Um, I feel like with the Enzo gear that I have, I can just like just wear it out. I wouldn't, but I could. <laughs> I feel like it would fit the character so well to, to for that to be the case, though. You know, like you always see like, um, like I know like the young bucks for instance always wear like multiple hundred dollar shoes to the ring enzo always used to wear nice shoes to the ring shane o'mac always wears nice yeah. shoes for his matches like you know it's just it fits the character of people who like have money and that's their character you just buy sneakers <laughs> I, I have like i'm not even like a sneaker type of person but i do like the idea of wrestling in sneakers <laughs> so i i have bought myself a pair of sneakers just to wrestle in <laughs> All right, Armadi. Well, uh, we are coming close to the time for our interview, and we have one question that we ask all of our guests, um, and it is a potential two-parter, depending on how you answer the question. What is your dream match of all time? It can be any wrestler of any era, any stipulation, and it can be you know, a multi-man match, tag team, triple threat, any event as well, any time period. You know, I, I know it's a lot to take in, but you know. <laughs> If, if you've ever thought about it, what's what's like the childhood dream wrestling match for you? I would definitely love to be in a, a trios match with um, The Miz and Maurice. <laughs> I don't know. I love The Miz and I love Maurice. Um, and I just feel like, I feel like Armani Chaos is kind of like them. So like, just imagine like us being like the mean, the mean girls and like, you know, <laughs> it could be against whoever, as long as I'm with them, I'm good. <laughs> I could see that. I could definitely see a Miz and Armani and Maurice getting along, having good chemistry. Maybe if there's a six man tag belt in that, t- in that, <laughs> in that company, wherever it is, because WWE doesn't have one, but they could, I mean, make one just for the three of you guys. Yep. <laughs> I'll make my own promotion and book them. <laughs> so for the part two, I feel like you like, kind of sort of qualified for it so typically typically uh you know like we we will ask all time and then you know more specifically about a current wrestler for the second part of the question both current (laughs) yeah but they're both current let's let's go with a non-active wrestler then you know if it's a match or as a tag team partner whatever it would be um you know who who is a dream for you (laughs) i feel like that's hard because i don't know a lot of non-active wrestlers um because I only started watching wrestling like three years ago (laughs) Uh, okay okay (laughs) um but well I guess they're not active but like Nikki Bella Mm -hmm. 
I wouldn't wrestle her. I would probably be like in a tag with her. I think because yeah, I would say Nikki Bella because she's like she's like my favorite. Like she's like the top of my list. <laughs> That's a good one. And also, I was always for research, like go through like I go through like social media of people. And I saw on Twitter you shared a video of um, Nikki and Brie like bullying poor Renee. <laughs> no, it makes me laugh. I'm like imitating her and just making a fun of page too. It was just funny. I fr- I totally forgot about that until I saw it. Oh yeah, back so. in. Oh, they used to be my favorites. <laughs> yeah, they're good backstage. They were like the, they're like uh, the iconics before the iconics were a thing. I think that's probably why I like the iconics. <laughs> they walked so the iconics could run. Same for higher society. They walked so that we could run. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I was gonna say. I I think that there's a lot of direct inspiration there for sure. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. All right, Armani. Well, like I said, you know, we're getting close to the end of the time here. And, and we just want to say thank you so much for joining us. And uh, with the last few minutes of our show, um, we like to let our guests plug and promote anything they have going on, you know, be it social media, merch, uh, any shows coming up. So uh, the floor is yours. A lot of my bookings are like, they come as they go. Um, and then I do have, I do have new shirts. Um, I have to put them on pro wrestling tees, but I do have shirts. Um, and yeah. Awesome. All right, Armani. Well, uh, again, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We really appreciate you coming on. It was a blast talking to you. Thank you. Thank you. And I hope uh, we can talk again soon. Oh, yeah. I hope you enjoyed uh, that interview with Armani. If you're, if you're familiar, then it must have been just fun getting to know more about Armani. And if you're not familiar, then definitely look Armani up. Plenty of his matches are on YouTube. And also IWTV will have Wrestling Open, which he has appeared multiple times, including that Tyree match that I mentioned. And also Twitch. You can go in the Chaotic Wrestling's Twitch stream. And uh, if you have Amazon Prime, you get a free subscription. So, and you can watch any of the past events of Chaotic on Twitch if you have a subscription. So... Do that and you watch Armani's recent match at Colt Fury or any of his other matches because they're all on. Yes, and Armani did not uh, promote his own social media. I just am now realizing that. Uh, you can find Armani on Twitter at Armani Chaos. K-A-Y-O-S is how you spell chaos. And on Instagram, you can find Armani at absolutely K-tastic. K is K-A-Y. Quite the follow, by the way, too. Love seeing our money posts. Love seeing the the, sh- the shit that just goes on. Love the shit talk. So much good banter. A- another wrestler who just really uses Twitter for their advantage to just talk some shit and really progress some storylines, especially with that bougie-ass Paris Van Dale, which we all know, I'm not a Paris Van Dale fan. Not after she betrayed the skinny legend. Baddest bitch in the room. Yeah. I mean, everyone's uh, talking about this match between Armani and uh, Paris that's coming up, but uh, I'm waiting for Paris versus Billy and Billy's one and only match. <laughs> She's going to hit that split light drop on me and I'm just going to cry. That's probably what's exactly what's going to happen. Makes sense. <laughs> 
But again, thank you to Armani. It was such a fun interview. As we said in the beginning, talking about gear is so fun. Like I just love when we can talk about something so personal with a wrestler. And Armani likes to express with gear. And I'm for it. I love gear. I think that it's the best way for a wrestler to get themselves over for somebody who has no idea who they are. Yeah, because it really like shows your interest both as wrestler, like what wrestlers like influence you or what like what music you like, because somebody take like info like him using the little Nas gear and see all the Britney Spear gear and stuff like that. And it's it's definitely a good way. Just just look at the person, look at their gear, you learn a lot about them that way. That's cool. I think that's really like what uh, the showmanship of wrestling and wrestling gear is just really unique. One of my, it's the pageantry, you know, I, I have a flair for the dramatic, so <laughs> anything that adds to that, I like. If you're a fan of wrestling or you're a wrestler, you have a flair for dramatic, like, let's be honest, like, it, it's, let's call it what it is, it's redneck, it's redneck anime, you know, I, I've heard somebody say that before, personally, I like to call it um, a redneck soap opera, or action soap opera, because it, it pretty much is just an action soap opera. Yeah, that's how I describe it to people. Just <laughs> a soap opera with punches, more violence. And you just, where can the people find us on social media to hear us talk about uh, soap operas with punching and slams and kicks? Yeah, so they can go to Twitter and they can, uh, they can type capital T, capital O, capital T, capital C, underscore, capital P, lowercase O, lowercase D. Then you go to the Instagram and you can type T, O, T, C, underscore, P, O, D. That's the Instagram. Follow us on both of those for our retweets, our uh, podcast episodes, and much, much more. Yes, and as we come crashing down to the mat on this episode of Top of the Cage, we want to thank you so much for tuning in, and we want to remind you, if you are listening on Spotify or Apple Music, to leave us that five-star review, because if you, specifically you, that person not leaving us that five-star review, are not leaving us that five-star review, then you will not get five-star content, and that is just a fact. Fact. And again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in, and we hope to catch you next time.